make make makes my daughter. Hey y'all, welcome to Table Talk 216. I'm Jai. And I'm Ray when we bring it to the table. And we're gonna leave it at the table. Last week we talked about dating and friendships, some narcissism and friendships, dating all together. This week we're gonna touch on a mental health. The mind. Yes, yes. Different effects that mental health and mental disorders and everything have on a different people. So yes, this should be interesting. You got anything to say? Man, <laughs> look, man, mental health definitely. Mental health is something that everybody should tap into. Let's I start off with the, do you know the definition of mental health? No, I don't know the definition so, of mental health for real. Mental health is basically your mental. Your mental is your mind. It's basically right. mental health is basically your well being, mm. how you how you act, how you behave, how it affects your actions, your everyday life. That's that's basically what mental health is. Mental health is literally just your state of well. A lot of disorders and mental illnesses come from a lot of the actions that we take. Some of that, some stuff. A lot of people don't know. Mental health is genetic. For sure. Definitely. It's a lot. It's controlled. Sometimes it's controlled by substances, drugs, alcohol. Alcohol is a drug in a way. But a lot. We're going to touch on a lot of that. I didn't mean to cut you off, though. What were you No, I was, I was saying, though, just mental health. A lot of people, they're not even... A, the, the first... My, my thing is the first... The, the first goal to really get, no, not because you can't really get over mental health, but the first goal to really controlling it is to be aware of it. A lot of people are not aware that they're mentally ill, really, you know, because sometimes when you when you, when you mentally ill or you got something going on and you don't know, you feel me? It's, you, it's something that you got to tap in really deeper. And like you said, like it's genetically, you know, like that. I got I got family members, you know, who have mental disorders and it's passed down generation to generation. And you just have to be able to realize that and you have to be able to be aware of it and then be able to control it. It's like getting counseling. I'm not going to lie. I was one of them. I was one of them people that's really against the counseling. But, you know, I heard you get counseling. You feel me? And I, I see you just being a real better mood. But, you know, it's that's that's something I really want to tap into getting counseling and stuff like that. I just I'm not going to lie. I'm one of them people who be like. A counselor can't tell me about me. How you gonna tell me about me? That's a negative mindset I have. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie when it come to to that. But you know, I, I've been kind of pushing, you know, lately towards trying to get counseling, trying to see what's trying to see what's really going on. Cause I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I be angry sometimes, and I don't be knowing why I be angry. Yeah, I just be upset. Like the littlest thing would just tick me off. Like, and I I be it's I be trying to control it, and sometimes you know I control it. Sometimes I you know I kind of close myself off from the world, man. You know what I'm saying? But I, I I've been through a lot of stuff in life. You know, the, a lot of people don't know the reason why I do that. You know, especially in my relationships and friendships, even with family, I kind of close myself off from people, and I you know I feel like I'm alone and I'm just by myself. You know, from stuff that I that I that I've been through, and it's and it's really be hard for me to try to explain to people because I feel like don't nobody really understand yeah. where I'm coming from or how I feel. You know, it's it's, it's just hard. For and that real. comes from the that's actually one of the things that I wanted to touch on. Like, you know, I didn't want to make I don't I'll say I don't I don't want to make this like a black and white thing. You know what right. I'm saying? But mental health in the black community is it's, huge. It's Only bad. because it's crazy. Because, you know, black people, like we were talking about, you know, on our first topic, generational curses, like a lot of us are not brought up to be able to address our, you know, mental, it's, it's almost like, well, I'm not going to talk to no therapist, I'm not crazy, I'm not this, I'm not that. And another thing that I have found, and you know, this is really going to hit home for a lot of people, some people, you know, their mental health was kind of affected from church. 
Right. Like church, everybody is taught when we're younger and to, you know, pray about it, talk to God about it. So, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm a firm believer and I am a hundred percent Christian. Right. You know, I'm, you know, I grew up in the church and everything, but when you are raised to, you know, no, talk to God about it, you know, every go to pray about it. Sometimes that's a little difficult and discouraging for some people because some people need that one-on-one interaction at that very moment. And it's right. like, you know, when you're praying to God, you're talking to him, you know, you're, you're calling out, you, you're, you're, you're telling your problems, but right. you don't really have anybody to give you their point of view or to help and walk you through that, you know, that mental state. So a lot of people kind of, you know, suffered, you know, kind of got uh, like some of their m- mental health issues and everything, like I said, from the church home, because everybody, you know, a lot of people, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say everybody, but some people were raised to, you know, just pray about it. You're not going to see no therapist. You better pray about it. You better go talk to God about it, you know, stuff like that. So that's actually, you know, one of the things in the black community that kind of caused a lot of people to be able to miss out, not be able to, but to miss out on that therapy and that one-on-one, you know, talk as well, because, you know, they were always told to go pray about it. So the black community, like I said, suffers a lot from mental illness. It's like a generational thing. Like Mm -hmm. if, if I'm not, you know, if my parents are not known to go to therapy and they were not taught to go to therapy, they're going to, they're they're not going to be able to teach me how to, you know, reach out for therapy and go for therapy and find resources. No, for sure. And and a lot of it do come from, again, like you said, it's genetically, it come from that, that, that generation. A lot of us brought, especially as black folks, man, we hard headed when, especially when it comes to mental health, we real hard headed. You know, our families, our moms, stuff we've been through. A lot of a lot of us been through traumatic things. Even going back, and I'm not no expert, I'm not no history major or nothing, but even going dating all the way back to slavery. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that genetically passes on and on yep. and on. That 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 mental health messes that messes with people's head. You know, because even now, you know. I kind of still feel like that we in 22, 2022 form of slavery. It's just, we ain't, we ain't getting with, we ain't got no change or nothing behind us. But you know, when you go out and you getting racially profiled, you don't know if you making it home. You don't know if you making it back home at the end of the night, that kind of mess with you. And that kind of like bring me to like my next thing I wanted to talk about. Like, you know, a lot of people, they had, you know, they know me a little bit now for, I got a little, a little fame from fighting these three dudes, you know, come all-star weekend. But a lot of people kind of praised me for it, but I don't really think they really understood the message I was really trying to get. I was in a different type of mindset, you know, from the stuff that I've been through in life. Just seeing my parents fight, just seeing growing up in the neighborhood, seeing fights, seeing shootings, just hearing gunshots, you know, seeing people dead all the time, just all type of stuff. Like, I, I really thought that night that I was going to lose my life. Like, mm-hmm. I really was scared, you know, but when you when people don't understand, too. When you scared, you you got everybody has a fight or flight and yes. the minds just so happen to be fight. So I was in my head, I was really thinking like, I, I gotta get out of this. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna make it home. I don't know if I'm gonna make it out of this. It's nobody, it's just me. And it's these three dudes. I don't know what they got. I don't know what they what they gonna do to me, but I know I gotta get out of here. So in my head, mentally, I was like, I have to, I have to survive. I have to do anything I'll survive. So it's kind of like my it, it's gonna sound crazy, but it kind of like I like developed a superpower in a sense because like I just like I, I don't know I just got like a a straight rage in my body to just win. Like I was just like I'm I'm not losing, I'm not winning, I'm not falling. Even with me just standing up, I was like I'm not hitting this ground at all because I know if I hit this ground, it's over with. You know what I'm saying? So I got to keep on my feet. I got to keep my head on the swivel. And when it was all said and done, I went home. I reflected that night and. 
it's even crazy. My body was shaking. I was like scared. Like I was just reflecting on the whole situation. Like, man, like I don't even know if these dudes gonna come back and look for me. I don't know what's going on. But again, this is the first time I'm really talking about that. That with that that side of the aspect from it. This is the first time I'm really talking about it right here on this on this on this podcast. And a lot of people always be reaching out to me asking, like, damn, what was going through your head or what was going on with you? You know what I'm saying? Like you really whooped them three dudes. But it was like, again, like I said, y'all don't know what was going through my head. I was scared for my life. Also, I had just lost a best friend, not even a whole year ago later, to gun violence. So just seeing my best friend lay in the casket and his life just gone like that. And then now it's the same kind of situation where I could possibly lose my life to the same thing. Gun violence is like it's just all it's just all scary. And us as black, black people, especially black men. We don't like to talk about our problems. We always try to try to be hard and think we got everything under control and think money can buy everything and think, oh, we we can mess with multiple girls. That 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 uh that that'll make the problem go away. But no, like I encourage all black men, get help. Go see a counselor, go talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Let let that hurt out, let that pain out. We don't like to talk about that pain. We don't like to talk about that hurt. We try to kind of push it pushing in the back and I'm 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 going to I'm the first advocate to say that I push a lot of stuff in the back of my head and keep moving. I have the mindset that oh you know I got to keep moving, but that's how I grew up. But a lot of people don't know. People need to learn how to look for the signs of mental illness as well, mental illness, a depression, things like that because a lot of people, you know, might mistake that sometimes for oh I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just a, you know, a, a introvert. Oh, I'm just, right. you know, I just don't want to the, the, the signs of, you know, mental illness, one of them are, you know, being tired, not wanting to deal with people, kind right. of brushing stuff off, not having a, you know, a urge to do things, like not really having good hygiene. Like there are several there there are a lot of like I said, a lot of signs and you know, things to look for when you're going through a depression or when you're going through any type of like mental health disorder. And a lot of people don't know those signs to look for. So they kind of, we kind of just brush stuff off, but that's very important too. Like if you know the type of person you are, and that goes back to when I was saying that everybody needs to know themselves, love yourself enough to learn yourself and know yourself. Because if you know yourself, then you will know when I'm changing or when this is going like this, this is not me. This is different, you know, right. and that's, that goes with a lot of people don't take the time out to even try to figure out, you know, okay, well, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. A lot of people don't take that time out because they don't really know themselves. You know, right. a lot of us give so much to this person and that person and our kids and our parents and our jobs and everything. We don't really, be, we're not able to really sit down and actually learn ourselves and know ourselves and know what to, you know, when to look for that shift and, you know, character or when things are changing. So that's why a lot of people are not able to identify, you know, when a mental illness or when a mental disorder, which both of those are kind of like the same thing, a mental illnesses, mental disorders. Right. Um, a lot a lot of people it's it's crazy how you say how you you know you were just talking about you were just talking about one of the signs of mental health is like tiredness and just you know just want to close yourself off and being being to yourself. It's it's so and not to bring up again, not to keep bringing up the fight that have an all-star weekend, but it's it's funny how God works. It's really crazy how God works. I'm a firm believer in God and God put you through certain stuff mm-hmm. to make you see the the better picture. I'm going to say this right here, right now on this podcast. I wanted to kill myself a, like a week and a half before that. 
I had lost my job going into the new year. A lot of people don't know that. I had lost my job. I had a, I had a real good job. I had lost my job. It was some BS. I ain't going to get into the details, but I had lost my job. I had a goal I was trying to meet. I had a plan I was trying to accomplish, and I felt like I had just, like, took 50 steps backward. I had felt like I had, I had failed. I had felt like I had failed myself. And one thing about me, when I felt like I failed myself, is it really be hard for me to try to try to get back on my feet because I think the world is over. And I think that because when I was younger, you know, I I, I felt like I really didn't have nobody. Yeah, I got a lot of stimulus. Yeah, I had my I had parents here and there, but I felt like I didn't have nobody. And so mentally, in my head, I, I always feel like I've just got myself. So I feel like I have to I have to get back on my feet. And it was it was so hard. I was looking for jobs. I was looking for this. I couldn't get nothing. I couldn't find nothing. And you know, I was kind of I was kind of struggling trying to make men's ends meet and and everything. So going into that fight. When that fight happened, also, it's like I, I kind of felt like, man, it like life was over for me. I kind of felt like this was the end. I really felt like I was gonna lose my life that night, and I felt like, well, you know, I, I already want to kill myself. I don't care about being being alive anyway. But again, God had put that that fight or flight in me to 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 fight to get out of this. I really didn't reflect on it for real until a couple of weeks later. And I was applying to jobs and stuff like that. And I ended up getting a job that I got now. And I'm a, uh, I'm a counselor. And it's like, I was, I, when I was going through the interview process with the lady, and I was talking to the lady, and she was, the way she was talking to me, she was kind of talking to me like a mother. She was a black lady that was interviewing me. She was talking to me kind of like a mother. And she was, she was asking me about my credentials. And she was saying, no, I see you did a lot of community service. I see you work with a lot of boys in the girls club. And you work with St. Jude's. And you work with all these people and stuff like that. She was like, and I could see it in your eyes. You just look like you care. You just like a fighter. <laughs> and I started laughing like, but after that, after that interview, I kind of, I got on my knees and I prayed and I cried because I had finally got the break that I was looking for. I had got more money. I had got a better job and I was able to get back on my feet. And then I reflected and I just thank God for just letting me even go through all of that stuff. Let me even go through the process of me just wanting to hurt myself and not wanting to be here to, to me getting into that fight to me getting this job you know what i'm saying and that and then just you know talking to you just hearing you talking about you know how you feel better about a counselor really motivated me to want to talk to a counselor it is so, everybody should. and i i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna tell you but i've been talking to a counselor i'll be talking to a counselor so i've been seeing a counselor for i want to say about three weeks now and I've been feeling way better about myself. Like even on my post on Instagram and stuff, I make a lot of motivational posts and stuff now. Cause I just been, I just been in my headspace. I just been, I just feel great about myself, you know, just letting everything out, letting all the past trauma out, letting all this, all these things that I went through and everything. So again, like I said, man, everybody, when it comes to this mental stuff, man, it's, it's real. Even when you don't know it's real people, when you, when you feeling like you depressed and you down and you out, but you have everything. It, it's, it's, it's deeper than what you think it is and don't ignore it. Cause a lot of people ignore it. And that's, and that's, that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing with depression. A lot of people ignore their depression and it makes it way harder to get over when you ignore it so much, it makes it super hard to get over. It does. And, and, and that push and that pushes you to want to really hurt yourself. People kill have yourself. to be able to identify right. what exactly that's why we have to get into talking about the different types of right. uh, mental disorders and mental illnesses as well, because people have to be able to identify exactly what mental illness or what mental disorder they might be going through. You have psychotic mm -hmm. mental disorders, you have PTSD, you have anxiety, you have 
drug abuse and addiction disorders. A lot of people don't, you know, understand that drug abuse and drug addiction go hand in hand with mental illness. They're definitely connected. A lot of people, you know, don't realize that when you are using drugs or when you are drinking alcohol, you're killing more and more of your brain cells and your brain is eventually going to stop. It's almost like a defense mechanism for the brain. I'm not going to keep producing these cells and you're going to keep killing them off. You're going to keep drugging. You're going to keep drinking and everything. So the more and more you do these drugs, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, I need this drug to cope. This, this is not really doing anything to me. It's not really just because you don't feel it right now does not mean that it's not, it's not going to affect you in the long run. And, you know, eventually you're not going to just need just weed or you're not just going to just need you know right. just alcohol eventually you're going to need more and more and more and, and it's man. going to literally kill off those brain cells and that's when you're going to start thinking differently you're going to start moving differently a lot of those people that you see on drugs that you see talking to themselves and having you know psychotic episodes it didn't just happen like that overnight it's a build-up over years of damaging those brain cells and that's why mental illness and drug abuse are connected if a lot of people didn't pay attention to that to the to the juice world incident and God rest his soul, because, you know, he made, I listened to a lot of his music. It was some good music, but it was a deeper message behind that that I don't really think a lot of people really understood. And people so much of followers these days that they totally miss the message, like, especially with these Percocets and stuff like that. If you don't need that, don't take it. You know, a, a lot of people, he was mentally going through something. He really had a mental illness. He really was depressed. He really had stuff internally going on. And that and that's a perfect example to and show you. And a lot you. of people do. And, and right. that's what, you and know, that, people and, miss that. And that's a perfect example to, to show you that money don't buy everything. You could be rich out the ass and still be depressed and still have stuff going on and still feel like you don't want to be here. And, you know, and like I said, God rest his soul, he overdosed, you know, and... I, I see a lot of young dudes on the gram and just out and just off the perks, though. What is it about perks that make you so happy? You know what I'm saying? I, just, I got family members that I see take perks, and I, I be getting on them like, bruh, put that shit down. Like, you feel me? Like, what, 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 what's really going on? Because it's a high. It's an escape. It's an escape. A lot right. of people go through things and... You know, just for that moment, if, even if they don't become, you know, more addicted, I mean, as addicted as this person, sorry, even if they don't become as addicted as this person, that high, you know, is what what causes people to keep doing and keep doing and keep doing. And a lot of people think that it's cool or a lot of think, people think that it's cute, you know. But they're, you're, you're suppressing the issue. But as soon as you come back down from that high, you're still going to be facing the same exact issue that you were facing before you took that pill, before you took that and drug, before worse. you... Yeah, before you took that drink. Like, you know, it's just about... It's just about, you know, targeting what's really going on and just tackling it head on. Because, like I said, a lot of people take these drugs and stuff like that to suppress the issues when you really need to be talking to somebody. And therapy, you know, is not for everybody. Like, I, I definitely want to stress. I always stress, you know, therapy, therapy, therapy. Right. Some people, you know, every therapy is not for everybody. But if you're going to be somebody who does not want to go to therapy or feels like, therapy is not for me you at least need to be strong enough to be able to identify the issue that you have and take it head on yourself you know to me i feel like it's weak the only time i, I feel like it's weak of a person is when you know that you have an issue and, and you, you just refuse to to even acknowledge it and you refuse to deal with it not even acknowledge because if you know you have it you're acknowledging it but you just refuse to deal with it and you because you're putting your issues and you put in you know your illness off on somebody else and you're just telling them just deal with it because and you, i'm and that's you ruin not fair a, you ruin a lot of relationships like that yes, and friendships, I, have, relationships. I have definitely ruined a lot of relationships burnt a lot of bridges by me being in the not the right mental state but still wanting to keep messing with that girl and still wanting to keep 
being that person's friend or putting people. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't. I didn't put family members in, in, in certain situations uh, where they could have potentially, you know, got hurt on the account of me. And again, now that I'm now that I'm older, now that I'm 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 better, and now I'm able to, you know, not only identify but attack my mental health, which I try to do on a daily basis. You know, like I said, I've been talking to a counselor, so I've been letting everything out. I, f- I feel better, and I feel better for the people that's around me because I feel like I'm I'm an asset to you. I'm not I'm I'm not here to harm you. And back I'm not then, a burden on yeah, you. you're not. I'm not a burden on you. But yeah. back then, you know, you you really never know how much people care about you when you really even going through something. And the fact that you that you aware that you were going through something, but you don't want to attack it or you don't want to you don't want to talk about it or just don't want to do nothing about it at all. You putting others at risk yes. because, like you said last week, a lot of it be friends that care about you more than you care about yourself. And and that's the thing. A lot of people they don't care about themselves nowadays. They don't. They don't. They don't care about what they're going through. They just want to just keep going. But sometimes, sometimes it's okay to just stop and just be like, you know, let me get this out the way. Because if you don't stop, the more you keep going, the more stuff you ruin. So yeah. you ruin potential things that be, can be great in your life, like potential relationships. You also it, it also be, can be passed down to your kids because they can see kids watch everything, and I don't think people understand that too. Kids watch everything, so. Your daughters or your sons watching you and how you deal with stuff, and they take that, and the first thing they say is, "Oh, this how my mama moves." And that's why I don't like the saying, "Right, do as I say and not as I do," because right. I, I've heard that a lot. That's another generational curse that right. you know that my mom never said it. My mother actually doesn't like that either. But I've heard several people, you know, several family members say stuff like that. I've even seen it on TV, movies, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Do as I say, not as I do. Realistically, like, come on. When your kids are watching you, your kids are going to do as you do. And if you do do something and they see that you're doing it, but you tell them something different, the first thing they're going to say to you is that you're a hypocrite. How are you telling me, you know, to do this? I mean, how are you telling me to do this, but you're doing this? Like, how are mm-hmm. you telling me not to do drugs, but you, but I'm watching you do, do drugs? drugs right. How are you telling me not to let a man put his hands on me, but I'm watching you get beat, you know what I'm saying, every night? How are you telling me not to be a, a cheater or a, Man, you know, a woman that's not, but that I'm watching you. That. Seriously, but I'm watching you do that's this. You fire. cannot tell your children, do as I say and not as I do because they're going. To, children are going to do what they see you do. That's And this is the problem with that. That's one of the things in generational curses. That's one of the problems. People are being taught to, you know, don't, don't do as I say, do as I do. How? If I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, if I'm watching you do drugs, but you're telling me not to do drugs, what, which one am I going to do? Am I really going to not do it or am I mm-hmm. going to do it? Because I've seen that you're doing it. Any, all kids feel like what my mother does is right. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody say. Like once you get to a certain age and a certain point where you know right is right, wrong is wrong. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you, for the most part, kids are the way, when, when they are brought up in the early stages, everything that their mothers and their fathers and their parents do is, that is right. That's, that's God to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that right. is, I, everything they do. That is right. Nobody can tell me no. No, well, that's not what my mother said. That's how kids look at stuff. So right. you, you, you know, we like I said, a lot of stuff is is shown to us and it's passed down to us, and we're told to do the opposite. That's right there. That's that's the beginning of you know mental illness and mental disorders and stuff right there because you you're messing with your child's brain, telling them that. Mm-hmm. Like you telling me not to do this, but I'm watching you do this. So that's 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 another thing too that affects the the black community strong. It's strong, and another thing in the black community, you know, we famous for saying this. Oh, this is just how I am. People in the black community always like to say, this is how, this is just how I am. And again, you know, now that I'm older and I'm able to really realize stuff like that, like, 
well, how are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how, how, really, how are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people, you don't even know yourself. So this is not you. Yeah. This is this is something that you've been through, and you don't want to identify it, or you don't want to change it. So you just gonna go, you go, go, go with whatever, you know, because it's 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 okay. it make you feel good for the moment. People do a lot of stuff to make them feel good for the moment. Yeah. Just just for the moment, whether it come to drugs, whether it come to come to just 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 having sex, you know what I'm saying? Anything. It just make you. It makes you feel good for the moment. Temporary pleasure. When you when you when that's over with. That is right. It's it's back there. You back where it's at. You know. And again, this mental health run deep. A lot of people change their bodies because they're not mentally right. I'm not gonna even lie. I start working out because I was that that was. But it could be a positive and a negative it's, thing. Let yeah. me backtrack. It could be a positive and a negative thing because I one of the reasons I people like that why you work out all the time. But I, I work out because mentally that's my that's my escape. And I talked to my counselor about that. Like my counselor asked me, you know, like do you why you love working out? And I straight up told her like I like working out because it's it's like my getaway. That's from, your drug. From the, it's, that's it's, your escape. It's, it's my getaway from the from the world when I'm when I had a bad day or I'm angry. Or I could have just had a good day, but still I get to throw some weights around and I get to you know I get to sweat and I get to just. I get to just work on my body. I get to work on myself. You know what I'm saying? And I and can't nobody tell me about me. And I could just did something I can do positive. On the flip side, a lot of females, and I, I ain't gonna really get into the BBL thing, but a lot of females try to change their body because of what social media told them it should look like, or what they see other people looking like, or or because they're not happy in their own skin, they're not happy in their body, you know. And it, and again, that comes from that mentally being unstable in the head to the point where you feel like that you need to do this to be accepted. It's so crazy how it all trickles down back to mental health. A lot of dudes do. A lot of dudes wear expensive jeans. You know, I, I got on some of, some of mirror shoes, but. I I don't wear the mirror shoes because I want everybody to to accept me. But a lot of dudes they feel like they gotta put on that drip for somebody to accept them. They feel like they gotta do that because mentally they feel like if they, if I don't got the drip, then I'm not respected. Nobody like me or ain't that nigga. You feel me? Even going all the way back to dudes wanting to sell drugs. When I grew up and I seen the dudes selling drugs and I seen my dad just in the streets or I just seen my mom just making it a, make trying to make a way for us. They ain't do it because they wanted to do it. They did it because they had to do it. They had no other choice to do it. Nowadays, selling drugs is literally a hobby, and it's it's sick. It's sick. A lot of dudes want to sell drugs just because. You ain't even grow up in the hood. You grew up in the suburbs where you got both your parents still in the house. You feel what I'm saying? But you want to do it just because, again, you seen the Pooh Shiesty video. I be want to ask people, why do you want to do that? Like, why do you want to put yourself in that position when you don't have to put yourself in that position? We are, but you know what, though? A lot of us put ourselves in positions where we should not. A lot of us, like I said, we give too much of ourselves to mm -hmm. um, to everyone around us, to too many different people, too to so many different people. And we don't realize that, you know, the only person's mental that's affected and that's being, you, that's being affected in the end is ours. Like, I feel like a lot of... Parents, a lot of teachers, a lot of nurses, and nurses especially, doctors, mm -hmm. lawyers. Though to me, those people are affected. Their mental is affected um, in so many different ways. Like my hat definitely goes off to you know people in the army. Like like I said, nurses. Like just every everybody really you know who is going out of their way to give 
so much to mm-hmm. other people, you know, just to make sure they are okay. But at the same time, like it's just, it, it's a lot that comes with that. At what cost? You have to ask yourself at what cost, you know, is mm-hmm. this worth? That's why it's really hard to balance out. You know, I went to nursing school myself. I didn't finish, but mm-hmm. I went to nursing school and they used to tell me, a lot. That's that's actually one of the reasons why it started getting difficult for me. Because that's mm-hmm. one thing they that's one of the things that they teach you. Don't get too personal. You're not supposed to get personal mm-hmm. with your with your patients. You're not supposed to. If you have a heart, if you're a human and you really have a heart, that is impossible. That's just like your job. You work with kids. They can tell you all day. Don't get. I'm sure they have told you that. Don't get personal with these kids. Don't right. get. Don't get personal with them. Don't don't talk to them about this. Don't you know? Keep a professional. If you a person if, and if you've been through shit and if you, you know, you know what these people are going through and you know what the outcome might be, mm-hmm. it is very hard for you to just keep it professional because that's when, you know, that hero steps in. That's when right. that hero steps in and you want to kind of prevent them from something that you might have went through or somebody that you've seen go through. So that's why I say with nurses and everything, they are, I have nurse friends and they are affected tremendously. Like by their jobs mm-hmm. and their mental, their mental is on the line every single day. You know, people are dying. They got to try to save people. They mm-hmm. got to, you and know, when do, you can't it's, do it's, it. And when you can't do it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like, damn, I failed. Uh, right. I, I failed. When really in reality, you have, that has nothing to do. You're not going to be able to, you know, it ain't but so much you can do to save somebody's life, to stop them from dying. It's not, but so much. So, that's where that compassion and stuff comes from. You know, you got people who don't care who is not, who's not affected. You have horrible nurses. You have people who, laugh who mistreat people all type of stuff but that's not what you're supposed to be doing you know that's not what you're supposed to be doing so like i said a lot of you know job titles and a lot of careers and things like that 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 involve interacting with people is affected is your mental health is affected man i'm telling you and and Man, my, before I had got my job, now the job I got, you know, fired from, I had, I was, I was a correction officer. I had worked in and in corrections, and I, I really, honestly feel like, and I'm not behind nurses and stuff like that. That's like the second craziest place to just work. I would probably never ever in my life be another correction officer, like especially not in this day and age and what's all the stuff that's going on in the world because it's it's so crazy. The stuff them correction officers got to go through with some of them dudes and even some of them dudes got to go through with the correction officers. It's both sides. I've seen both sides of that, of the, of the spectrums when it come when it come to that. And it's just like, you see people die in there. You know what I'm saying? You see people get mistreated. I'm, I got family members. It's... It's just it would be crazy, you know. I go to work. I had I go to work and I see my family member and they're getting mistreated. I can't help them. I can't do nothing about it. I'm getting mistreated as well, and I gotta go home and sleep at night. And I gotta think about the stuff that I seen today, the stuff that I went through. Even seeing dudes as young as 19 getting 30, 30 plus years for 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 killing somebody, seeing them go through trials, stuff like that. It's it's just it's it's all it's all mentally draining, and and I encourage people to take mental breaks a lot of people don't take mental breaks and i encourage people to normalize telling people no that messes with your mental too Mm -hmm. no i don't have it no i can't do it (laughs) all right it's a big difference from taking a break from the world because you mentally need it and closing yourself off from the world yes it's a big difference and people don't understand closing yourself off from the world to me is toxic though it is that is toxic it is it is you are allowed to that's where we was talking about boundaries last episode boundaries you're you are allowed it is okay for you to right. say i don't want to do that today i can't do it today y'all mm-hmm. let me just have today and tomorrow you know i'll get back with y'all mm-hmm. it's you're allowed to do that and that's why i said we got to ask humans we have to stop being so entitled to people's time mm-hmm. because that's where the mental illness and stuff comes from you know you are expecting me to do this and be here for you and be there for me right when was the last time you know if you really think about it like and i hate to say this because a lot of people 
are going to be looking at, you know, others like, well, damn, that is true. When is the last time, you know, the closest person to you texted you and said, hey, how you doing today? How you feeling today mentally? People are always texting you. What you doing? Let me, let, let, calling you. Let hey, me borrow you got a minute. Let me, yeah, like, let me yeah. borrow something. Let me talk to you about That's something. Crazy. Girl, tell me why. Boy, let, let me, man, man, let me, let me, let me tell you why. Like nobody, you know, a lot of people are not calling you. And just saying, hey, what's going on with you today? Everything okay with you? Or have you know, a good day that's, or yes, we have to normalize that. When you calling your friends, when you calling your family members, your children, your mother, your father, you know, your empl- whatever. Like when you are talking to people, che- let's normalize checking on people. Yes, checking on people and stop just assuming that that really that that some something that really bothers me. And when people Check see somebody friends. that is strong, mm-hmm. when you see just because they strong, don't mean they're not going through shit. That don't mean that. Nothing is going on. They don't mean they're not battling something. Just because somebody is strong, stop assuming. It don't matter if right. they're the strongest person on this planet. Are you okay mentally? If not, talk to me. What's wrong? Like, and the strongest ones be the ones that's going through it the most. Absolutely. Take, you got to check on your strong friends. You got to check on your strong family members. Because they don't know how to say you gotta, no. And, and parents, you got to check on your strong kids. Like, I hear a lot of parents always saying, oh, my, 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 my baby's strong. Sometimes you, your, your baby needs you to check on them. Even kids, you got to check on your strong parents. Like sometimes when you your, your parents didn't, didn't, didn't raise you all, all their life and you out here doing knucklehead stuff, that stuff like that messes with your parents. You know, I hate when I see a, a dude out in the streets that ain't got to be out in the streets and I know that he has a mother that cares about him so much. And again, I don't, like I said, when, even when I had worked in the county, I see dudes all the time, young, out just in the streets. When they got it, but they mother is putting money on their books every week. They mother calling call their mother every week, putting that woman through that mental trauma, not knowing what's going on with her kid. Fathers too. The fathers that are there for their kids. You putting your dad through through that. Even you putting your kids through that. You know, like you got to check on those people because you never know what they going on. I try to check on each of my friends. I text my friends every day, call them every day. I call you every day. <laughs> Damn near. You know what I'm saying? Even my brothers, you know, I it, it was a, it took me a little minute, but I've, I've started telling my brothers every day I talk to them. I just let them know I love them. Like I get off the phone with my brothers. First thing I say is I, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I, and they say it, and they say it back. It ain't about all oh, that's gay or whatever. I'm just letting them know that hey, I love you. Yeah. No, I, I care about this. May this potentially may be the last time we talk to each other. And I don't think people even think like that. People all don't think negative like that. But you you got to be aware of the type of life that we live in nowadays. These people out here are crazy. You never know what's going to happen. So we also need to normalize telling the ones in your life that you that you love them every day. Yeah. No matter if it's too much. No matter if it's too less. Tell them that you love them. Yep. Tell them that you care about them. Tell them that you you glad they in their life. You you glad they here for you and stuff like that. Man. And I need you to be safe. You and know that's that's be, something that I people look at. You, <laughs> you need me. <laughs> We're I'm all so apart. Y'all gotta communicate. People gotta hey. realize communicate. A lot of mental illnesses come can not and like I said, not all. Some of it is genetic. Mm-hmm. Some of it really is genetic. It's passed on. It's nothing you're gonna be able to do about it. But a lot of mental illnesses and mental disorders can be eliminated mm-hmm. just through communication. If you talk, if you talk about the issue, if you get it out, if you get mm-hmm. it off your chest, if you stop sleeping on it, if you stop bottling it up, a lot of things can be eliminated through communication. So we got to learn how to communicate better, address issues head on because stress will kill you. Mm-hmm. Stress will kill you. If it, it, I've seen this on some research. This was a while back, actually. One out of every four people suffer from mental illness. Mm-hmm. So if it's four people... Thank God there's only three of us in the room right now, so maybe we all good. (laughs) 
So uh, man, we all good. <laughs> no, but seriously. It's me. One, no. <laughs> one out of every four people. So if it's you and three other people in a room, one of y'all in there have a mental illness, have a mental disorder, have a, have a mental health issue. It's not the end of the world. It's it's just all about identifying it because people, you know, there are some mental health diseases or mental health disorders that are a little bit more severe than others. You might have something as small as anxiety. Me personally, I suffer from anxiety. Yeah. I suffer from anxiety really bad. You know, I have a lot. I'm probably one of the busiest people that I know and I do not know how to tell people no. You know, I balance a lot and it becomes overwhelming and it can come out, you know, in your attitude. When you are a parent, sometimes it can get frustrating being a parent. You know, when you run a business, it can be frustrating running a business, you know, talking to all different types of people. That's draining too. Like when you are, mm -hmm. you know, when you work with different people all day long, every day, all those different energies, personalities, that's a lot on your mental. And if you are not getting a hold of it, getting it under control, it's going to take over you. So like I said, people have to realize, you know, one in four, that's not, that's not, you know, that don't leave a lot of room for a whole lot of people to not mm -hmm. have mental illness. Right. So people need to, you know, realize if it's four of y'all sitting somewhere right now, you need, you need to look around because you mm -hmm. know, it's not to point the finger, but somebody might be suffering from that mental illness and it just might be you. You might right. be that person. So Everybody, you know, needs to be aware of the different mental illnesses and the different mental disorders so that you can identify signs and not just brush them off and, you know, exactly. And, 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 tackle and, them. and also stop encourage a lot of people out there. Stop encouraging your friends and your significant others. Stop encouraging they encouraging their mental health. A lot of people encourage people's mental health. Oh, yeah. that's, that's that's cool. He's just a demon. You know, I'm like, yeah. I hate when dudes say that my man's a demon. Yo, man's got some shit going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and, and you as a friend, you know, you need to, hey, bruh, you know, you, you got something going on. You know what I'm saying? Be an angel. Fuck being a demon. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a lot of people stop, in, stop encouraging that. And that's why people get in these relationships with these people and, you know, not, you know, God God rest that girl soul who who died from that man of, oh, down in, New, I think it was New York, who, who killed her, you know, and left her six kids without a mother and a father. Also, the one man who just, you know, recently, like last week, who took his life and also took his five kids' life. Stuff like that. Like, I guarantee you he has something internally, mentally going on. And a lot that, of these celebrities. That, 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 yeah, a lot of these celebrities, that, but that nobody never checked on him or nobody yeah. never thought to to ask him or even probably when he was in relationships, this significant other probably thought that never, hey, you know what? You can get help. Or they might have knew and they just ignored it. A lot of people ignore Stop ignoring that stuff. Yes. Stop ignoring that. When you are, if you're able, you're just as wrong as the person that's mentally ill. In my eyes, if you see somebody that's mentally ill and that, and you call that your friend and you call that your homie or you call that your significant other, you you're just as wrong as them. If you're not telling them about themselves, or if you're not trying to encourage them to go get help, or if you're not trying to support them in a positive way, you're wrong. If that's your homie, like I said, if that's your significant other, and you know they got stuff going on, encourage that man, encourage that woman. Yes. Let Tell them to go get help. Help them. You know what yes. I'm saying? And if you got stuff going on yourself, go get help together. Yes. Do it together. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Me and my friends have deep talks. Me and you had deep talks all the time. You know, and you and, and that stuff helps me. And that stuff helps us, you know, to, to let us all know, you know, hey, you not alone. A lot of people feel like they got to do stuff on their own. And I was one of them people who felt like I'm alone, but I got six brothers and sisters who I can call and they there. You know what I'm saying? I got family that I could call and they there. And for a long time, I neglected my family and my friends to care. I neglected them because I wanted to be there by myself. And again, it's a difference between wanting help and it's a difference between just 
blatantly just don't even care if you get help or yeah. not. It's a big difference, man. So you know, man, we gonna we we gonna we gonna end this we gonna end this talk, man. Great talk. Thank you all for listening. Well, and I want to tell everybody that that be you have to you need to be strong for yourself. Be strong for your mental. Be strong for the person that yes. you are. If you a parent, be strong for your child. If you are. You know, be strong for your parent. You know, be strong for yourself. You have to do what it what you need to do to be able to reach your fullest potential. You have to care about yourself. It's so much, it's so many things that get in the way of us, you know, reaching our victory. I seen a quote that said, when you're the closest to your victory is when the most obstacles get in your way. Everybody needs to keep that in mind. Like, it's going to be so much stuff that's going to be trying to stop you, that's going to be getting in your way, that's going to try to knock you down, that's going to try to defeat you. You have to keep pushing and you have to really, really, really care about yourself everybody just please 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 keep that in mind when you are the closest to your victory is when the most obstacles come in your way care about yourself love yourself and let it out and let it out let it out man bring it hey we came up with this bring it to the table leave it at the table yes. for for this exact reason you know that's the true meaning of bring it to the table. Yes. Got the same. We bringing the problems to the table and we leaving, and we them, leaving them there. We're not, we take, away, we're not taking them with we us. We going on to the next thing. Yes. yes. Yep. So We'll see y'all next week. We'll catch y'all next week where we gonna bring it to the table. And leave it at the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>